Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step-by-step step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. What's up, my friend? Are you in the Optimize CEO Facebook group community yet? No? What are you waiting for? You see, when most online course creators try to figure out what makes other course creators successful, they usually start by asking, what are they doing? What are they doing over there? And if this sounds familiar to what you find yourself doing, what you don't realize, I want to challenge you a little bit, is that you're asking the wrong question. The better question to ask is, what am I doing that they're not doing? And it's often hard to answer that question for yourself because you're too close to your own business. You're not sure what area of your business that you should be optimizing in order to grow because you're too close to it, to your own business. And that's why we call these blind spots. We all have them. I have a ton of blind spots. And if you're experiencing that, I totally get it. Feeling like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck is one of the most frustrating places to be in your business and in that overwhelm, right? Especially when you see other course creators who are getting the success that you're working so hard to achieve. Well, you don't have to do this alone, my friend. There's a community of like-minded online course creators waiting for you inside the optimized CEO Facebook group community who are all getting unstuck in their business. They're optimizing their online business towards six and seven figures. It's a free Facebook group community. I want to invite you to join us in there. Go to rickmulready.com forward slash group right now to join us. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash group. And I will see you in the Facebook group. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Super appreciate you. Hope all is going well. Whatever you're up to right now, things are pretty good here in San Diego. It has been hot. 
It's been so hot here in San Diego. And uh, being from, originally from New Hampshire, I like my seasons. Now, granted, I don't get we don't get seasons here in San Diego, but man, by October, I want some fall weather. And unfortunately, September and October are some of the hottest months here in San Diego. It's starting to cool down a little bit, which I'm super pumped about. But uh, anyway, we are not here to talk about the weather. We are here to talk about my interview with Anna Katz. And Anna is somebody who I've known for a while, early in my early years of this business. She, I first met Anna when she first came to a live event that I did. Uh, I used to do an event called FBA Live years ago. And she was uh, in the corporate world and she was doing e-commerce. She was working on the e-commerce team for a business. And long story short is she left the corporate job and she created her own Facebook ads business running ads for e-com clients. And I asked her to come on the podcast here today because her story has been so much fun. It's been so much fun watching Anna's journey in her business because she's now, and, and really the pandemic, really COVID forced her hand in her business in adding a coaching element. So she has a coaching program to her in, in her business now, and she's also starting an online course. And so I wanted to have her come on here and share her journey with you. And we talk about things how like how she overcame the fear of putting herself out there because of her accent. She was fear uh, she was fearful of being judged and, and that really held her back for a while. And finally she overcame that fear. We talk about how she did that. We talk about how she went from that corporate job to having her own business and her first client was the business that she was just working for that she just left. And that's pretty cool. Uh, we talk about how the pandemic led her to creating a coaching program, how she helped one of her clients go from 300 people on her email list to 10,000 people on her email list in four weeks, and why that strategy in order to accomplish that was more than just Facebook ads. We talk about why she decided to create an online course and how she plans to launch it, what lessons that she's learned along the way as she's built her business, and what she would say to somebody who is early in creating their business who is struggling, who's overwhelmed, who's stuck. You're going to hear exactly what she would say to you right now here in this interview. All that and a whole lot more. So without further ado, let's dive into it with Anna Katz. Anna, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for having it. So happy to be here. Absolutely. It has been so fun to watch your progression and rise and the momentum that you've built in your business because we met virtually, I don't know, it's been what, like three or four years? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been, been a few years ago. three years, yeah. Three years. You're doing a lot of cool stuff right now and I want to have you on the podcast because so many people can, I think, really relate to a lot of the quote unquote stuff that you've gone through to get to where you are right now. And you've tried a lot of different things and you are have gotten really, really good at what you do. You used to have a used to have a quote unquote day job, you know, and then you were afraid to leave that. And I want to dive into all that here today. So before we do, let's have you introduce yourself to everybody listening right now. Who is Anna Katz and what do you do and where do you come from and all that good stuff? So Anna Katz is a digital marketing strategist and I am a Facebook and Instagram ads expert mainly for e-commerce businesses and course creators. If you can hear my accent, I'm from Colombia, South America, but I've been in the United States for 10 years and then I've had my own business for a little over a year. And you were in corporate 
right? You, yes. were, you had a day job not too long ago, really. I mean, mm-hmm. and we're recording this in September of 2020. I want to say early 2019. Is that right? You were still in the... Yes. So the story, I first... So how this all this happened is I loved, I always told you I, I was the head of e-commerce and the head of analytics for a medium-sized fashion company here in New York. And I loved my job. But my family being back, my whole family is back home, right? So I wanted to go home as much as I wanted that I had just had my baby and I wanted to like be home whenever I wanted with him. And also a family member got very ill. So that like put things into perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want, I didn't want to be stuck to a desk 24 yeah. seven when you don't know what, what's going to happen tomorrow. I wanted my freedom, you know? Sure. But I didn't know my whole family are entrepreneurs in Colombia. And I didn't know anybody who were an entrepreneur here. So I kept telling my husband, I want, I want to open up a business, but I don't know how to do it. And then I was, I always loved listening to podcasts and yours was always number one. Mm-hmm. And then one day you started offering your, I think it was the FB Advantage yeah. course. Yep. And I'm like, should I buy it? Should I not buy it? And then I called my husband like three times and it was a big investment at the time. Sure. But I knew if, if I wanted something to change, I had to do something about it. Yeah. And then I decided to buy it. And we went and I went to San Diego to a live event with you. And I told you, I'm like, I love my job. And they don't know, they didn't know at the time I was planning on opening my own agency. And I wanted to also learn more about Facebook ads to get better at my corporate job. So I took your course and then like six months went by and I was uh, thinking about it, thinking about it. And then one day something just pulled the trigger and I'm like, I can't because I was making a big impact at that company. I, I helped them go from, to, from the e-commerce from 300,000 to over a million mm-hmm. in like a period I worked with them for five years, six years. Yeah. So I knew I had to make what the way I was helping them, I could help a lot of more companies that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to make a bigger impact and I knew I wanted my freedom back. I don't I didn't only want to depend on vacation days to go home or vacation days to be with my baby, you know? So we have a very similar story in mm-hmm. the background where you were in the corporate world, you really enjoyed your job. And we're really good at it, but you wanted something more. You wanted more freedom. You want to have a bigger impact and you want to create your own something, but you weren't really sure what that was. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait, I'm really good at what I do in my corporate job. Why not you know, try to learn this sort of same thing for my own business and to do this for other businesses for myself? That's exactly what I did, even though I enjoyed what... I was doing. I just didn't enjoy the corporate world. Yes. And and so and I was like, you know what? What am I going to do? This is back in 2010, but I had the background of corporate online advertising for a lot of years and I was like, you know what? I love this world. I'm really good at it. Why not, you know, learn something in this realm to start my own thing. So it and, and it was Facebook ads. So it was very similar to what you're talking about here. So I remember a conversation that we had. You said I'm really nervous to leave the job to start my own business because you at that time you had some clients, but if I remember correctly, it wasn't super consistent. Mm-hmm. It was kind of up and down, but the clients that you were working with, you were getting good results for like you were, you know, you were obviously really, you're really good at what you do, 
But there was this, you know, I mean, completely natural and very common fear of you know, leaving the corporate job, that quote unquote security of that corporate job to, to make the jump. Can you talk a little bit about that? Do you remember what you were going through at that time? Oh my gosh, yes. So I literally, I moved here 10 years ago and I didn't know anybody who was an entrepreneur. So I'm like, if I leave my corporate job, where are the clients gonna come from, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I had two clients, really good results. And I'm, but I told you, I'm like, the best thing that could happen is that when I quit my job, they will become my client. But I'm like, that will never happen. They're like, so wait, they're my, I, they're my ideal client. I want to, I want to just stop <laughs> right there and just, I want you to repeat that because what you're saying here is I want to quit my job and have my current employer be my client. <laughs> be my client. Yeah. And, but I knew I had, so I talked to my boss and I'm like, I asked for a raise and he said no. And then I went back a week later and I'm like, you know what? I'm really thinking about opening my own business. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, it's really, and I'm, I have this really close relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, it's really hard. Consultants are the first ones to go on a pandemic. We didn't know a pandemic was going to happen. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I made my decision and I told you, I told, I had told you like a year before that mm-hmm. they were my dream client. So yeah. he's like, well, if you're going to open your own agency, will you take us on as a client? And you, will you continue consulting for us to oversee the web team? So they were my biggest client. <laughs> talk about, <laughs> talk about your ideal scenario. And you, we, again, we had this conversation about a, a year before this actually happened. And you were like, wouldn't it be cool if this actually happened? But there's obviously a lot of fear around because like, you don't, yes. we don't know what's going to happen. And then look, yeah. the, the best case scenario happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's lip and then it will appear. Right. Yeah. So, so I did that and I was afraid. I'm like, really? And then when I set up, when I set up my fees, with the invoice, I was so scared to show them that invoice because it was very close to what I was, I was making at the time. Mm-hmm. And I negotiated and we signed the contract and it was just amazing. And then after that, I remember in your training, you always said, if you want to have success, you, gotta beco- you have to become the go-to person for what you do. Yeah. But with my accent, I always had that fear of, speaking broken English and people don't understand what I said and like having typos in my social media. So that held me back for a, for a while. That held me back from showing who I was and from getting new clients. So for like, I will say my first eight months, I had the three clients that I had when I quit my job. Yeah. And then I decided to just go for it. How did you, what, what, what went into that decision right there? You're like, I'm just going to go for it. Because so many people for, now you mentioned, you know, your, your accent and, and broken English. I mean, I think you speak very, very well. I have no problem understanding you. Like, Thank you. Like your type of, like other people have the fear of putting themselves out there for, not for those reasons. They're like, do I wear makeup on camera or do I wear this shirt on whatever or, 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 or whatever. How so, did you get okay. That? So I'm going to be honest with you. The reason, one of the reasons why I opened up my business, because I'm an immigrant, right? And I see so many other immigrants that live here that either have nannies 
jobs or their secretaries and they have college careers they're mm -hmm. smart people like i was when i first came here it was my options were either to be a nanny or to get an unpaid internship and i went for the unpaid internship so one of my whys is to show these people that anything they want is possible so mm -hmm. i was like either i go and put myself out there and start growing my business and show by example what is possible or just keep hiding in my office and just Get clients by referral. I so it. I just decided to do it. I want to show what's, a, what's possible for other immigrants. Like, hey, I'm doing this. You can do it too. Mm -hmm. Once you made that decision, what were some of the first things that you did? So I just started doing stories. Mm -hmm. And you, I was, yeah, and I was really bad at them. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I didn't I'm know. I'm so bad at I'm so bad And at the funny program. thing is like I had a Facebook, I have a Facebook Instagram agency but i was just talking like what i was doing through the day how i was managing my time and then i decided to start sharing my knowledge of how i was doing it how i was getting clients and everything about tips different tips about facebook and instagram ads and not only that but digital marketing because that's where my background is mm -hmm. from you know a lot sure. of my skills are from that so the more i did it the more comfortable that i got and then i joined a lot of different coaching programs that mm -hmm. helped me a lot through along the way and then one thing that made a big difference is i like i knew my weak spot was like my voice and my accent and the way i showed up so i decided to hire a, a voice coach and i on camera coach and that made a, that made a big difference and after that the reach that i got people reaching back to me just saying how either like contacting me for my services or being grateful for like everything that i was showing them that i was possible i love it I love it. And so at that point, did you start to see an increase in clients at that so point? So I got at that point, yes, I got, and my fees went up, number of clients went up, and then the pandemic happened. And everybody started pulling out, everybody except for my clients. I started pulling out from doing Facebook and Instagram ads. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I had a one on one coach. And I'm like, what do I do? I don't know if my clients are gonna are gonna just pause for now. And one of them did for a month, and then I got them to go back in because what happened during the pandemic is that there were so many eyeballs on social media and not yeah. as many competitors. Totally. So I got my clients to go back in. The one that paused for a month, I got them to go back in. My e-commerce client, big e-commerce client, and as soon as they went back in, break they started getting. 25x on return ad spend. Yeah. And are you, the results are you still were focusing amazing. on e-commerce at this point? So what happened during the pandemic is I was mm -hmm. afraid. Of course, I had that fear yeah. um, of my clients pausing their contracts with me that I came up with a, with a plan B. Okay. And I came up with a, my, a lot of my, my friends are course creators. And I always have this deep appreciation for course creators because their main goal is not only to make money, but to make a big impact. So a lot of my friends are course creators. So I decided to put a package and I had a lot of experience with course creators. I worked with Jackie and your course that I took was, it's a lot of how to help course creators. So I put out a package, a three session package to help e-commerce companies or course creators. And most of the people that bought that package were course creators. And, and of course, that fear of who am I to help these people like he kicked in. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it right away because that's the only option I have. Okay. So I well, did it. Yeah, I'm going to stop ahead. you there before we go on. <laughs> so 
the pandemic happened. So, so this is early 2020 here where your business is going along really well. You're, you're managing ads for e-commerce businesses and entrepreneurs and pandemic happens. You have a coach at this time and you are like, you know what, between the, your coach and you come up with a plan B. Plan B is to, because you are fearful of like, and right, rightfully so, I mean, so many, so many businesses, so many of us were like, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. And all right, what's the plan B? Okay. I'm going to offer coaching. So first of all, what was the coaching that you decided to offer? So the coaching that I decided to offer, it was, I specifically came out with a message for uh, online businesses and course creators telling them that if I want, I knew they wanted to make a bigger impact, mm-hmm. but what always stops them is they don't have a big enough audience and they don't know how to reach it. And they're doing their audience at the service if they don't get in front of them. Right. Yep. So I said, to, if you're ready to do it right now is the best time because the cost per lead is very cheap right now. Yeah, sure. So my weeks were fully booked. The first client that I had, I was super afraid. And it was a good friend of mine. And I'm like, you know, if I'm meant to help her, I'm meant to help her. She was doing her second launch. She, in two weeks, she started her list with 300 people. She took it to, in two weeks, I have it written down here. She took it to 3,000 people in two weeks and then to 10,000 people in four weeks. So hold on. Three, you went from, she went from 300 people to 3,000 people. So you 10X the list mm-hmm. in two weeks. Now, this is just your coaching, right? This is not you this, running. This is just the coaching. Yeah. So the coaching consisted of me teaching them the right way to use Facebook ads. And this is the issue. People don't know how to walk people through the funnel. So yeah. they think they're going to come to them, just sell them a webinar, and people are going to go to the webinar and buy. Yeah. And that's where Facebook ads fail. Yes. Because you need yes. to create that relationship with your audience before right. you sell them something. People do relationships with people. And that's the same way I have that totally different strategy for e-commerce, but yeah. that's very similar way of how I treat e-commerce, my e-commerce funnel too. Yeah, for sure. And so, okay, so they 10X their list in two weeks and mm-hmm. then they went from 3,000 to 10,000. In a month. In, in a month? Mm-hmm. Okay, how do we do this? How did, how did you, how was she doing she this? Just, based on your so coaching? I found that Facebook ads coaching is just not about Facebook ads. It's about a lot of mindset, how to help them like show up genuinely. Yeah. yeah. And how to be comfortable with doing video and sharing their message. And that was a big part of it. I'm so glad that you, this is exactly what you just said is what the progression of my own business, again, there's so many parallels to what you're doing to what I've done, is it's trying to let people know, everybody listening right now, that yes, you do need to know ads, you do need to know how to run ads and all that stuff, but there's so much more to it to get results. It's not just opening up Ads Manager, you know, pulling all the levers or what have you and putting your copy and all that. There's way more to it. And so what you just said is so perfect. It's like you helped her go from 300 people on her list to 10,000 in four weeks. And obviously that's a big, ads are a big part of that, but there's so much yeah. more to it. There's mm-hmm. so much more to it. So, yeah. so what was she, like, what were you helping her with, with regard to that? Like beyond the ads? Uh, I was helping her with the messaging. 
okay. the type of, of lead magnets that she was putting out, type of videos and the content in the videos that she was putting out. I was helping them, her with like how the funnel worked. So I was, you need to like, when you're landing pages, make sure you invite people to your group because the connection doesn't only end when they download your lead magnet. You need to continue that relationship with them in order for them to keep thinking of you and then attend your challenge. Yeah. And then from there to buy from you. So is that what she was offering? Is that, was that the lead magnet, if you will? Was it, was it the challenge or was it? So the lead magnet were like, I think it was like different tips for the were leading up to the challenge. Oh, like okay. Different how to's, um, different, I don't remember what else she did. What, what niche was she in? What was she is a branding coach. Branding. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So 300 people on her list goes from goes and it's a lead magnet within the four weeks. There, so here's why I always tell my clients, don't, yeah. if you have a lead magnet, make another one and test what works better. Cause what you think people like better. It's not like you, it's yeah. that what, is not what, what they're going to like. What you like the best <laughs> seldom works. The yes. Best. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that was a big part of it. I had her and I also had her do along with the lead ads, I had her do engagement ads, targeting mm. the same audiences. Okay. So that way she was giving free content on the, on the, on the engagement ads, and also she was giving them the, the, the freebies that she was offering. And also she was inviting them to, to, her, to her group. So hold on a sec. So you would target, so it was the ad, the objective was to send people to opt in to, for the lead magnet. Mm -hmm. And you just said you were doing, were you doing lead ads or conversion ads? So we were doing conversions optimizing for leads for okay. one campaign. Yep. And then I always have my clients do engagement ads or video view ads for those for same the, audiences. Um, but but like a different, you mean like a, a different video. campaign? Okay. Yeah. So explain, different, different explain ads. why that works. I mean, we've talked about it a ton here in the podcast, but for those people who are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're targeting the same audience. Why are you competing against each other? Explain why that works. They're not competing against each other. You're just building, again, you're just building that relationship and that connection with your audience. Yeah. And when you do, when you, when you choose different objectives like that, conversions versus say video views or engagement, and you might be targeting the same exact audience, there's different people within that audience mm -hmm. who Facebook is saying is most likely to convert or most likely to engage. Okay. engage. There might be some overlap there, but it isn't necessarily going to be. So that's why you can kind of quote unquote get away with that. Correct. And I love, you know, I love when I download something that's helpful for me from somebody and then I keep getting retarget with their ads about like what they're doing, how they're helping or different content that's helpful for me. It yeah. just builds that relationship. Yeah. And then when I might not be ready to buy at that moment, but in a year from now, when I need that thing, guess who am I going to go to? Yeah. Like for you, I listened to your podcast for like two years before yeah. I made the decision to buy your course. And that's a, such a great point because so many people are like, oh, I did a webinar and I spent this money, but yet, you know, whatever, I didn't get that many sales. What they're missing is you may, may not have gotten sales, but now they have them on their list and they have an ability and opportunity to build that relationship with them. So maybe they buy two, six, 12, 18, 24 months down the road. Mm -hmm. And what that's a perfect example of like, you listen to my podcast for two years before making any kind of purchase. Like that's the patience and the long game that I'm always talking about here on the podcast. Like you've got to be patient. This is not an overnight 
This is not an overnight thing. I'm sure not all 10,000 people of your client there purchased whatever she was offering, mm -hmm. but she's got 10,000 people now to build that relationship with to, you know, to, to make offers to down the road at whatever point. Correct. I love it. So, yeah. so they got, so they get 10,000 people into, uh, on her list. At what point are they going into the, the challenge that she was running? So then we retargeted that warm audience and some cold audiences for the challenge. And then 1,000 people signed up for her challenge. Okay. And then 300 people stayed into the whole challenge. That's amazing. And what was she saying? And it was a three-day challenge. She was selling a branding course. Branding course. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what the challenge was? I'm always curious about what people are doing with, with their challenges. I don't really remember. It was... I don't really remember. You said it was a three-day challenge? three-day challenge okay and just to kind of recap the strategy because it's there. different because remember yeah. i was in this was me coaching her it wasn't yeah. even just me like managing the ads for you her running the ads yeah no it was her running the ads with me so we will meet the first it was three sessions so the first session we planned the whole funnel mm -hmm. and we planned the first list building ads engagement ads and i this is uh something that a lot of people don't know, but how to properly work their audiences and know that they can use their email list to build lookalike audiences and their mm -hmm. email list to retarget the people that are in, the, in their list. So this was a, one of my good friends who had been running ads, I think for over, for over a year for herself, and she didn't know how to properly target her warm audiences. What was she doing? Do you know? Do you know what she was doing? She was doing a, a lot of interest audiences. Okay. But just not really seeing, obviously, the, I mean, she got no. 300 people over a year. What was the biggest shift that you helped her make in order to go from for to 10x in two weeks? So the biggest shift was starting the right lookalike audiences, like putting her list and like making sure she kept updating her list inside Facebook mm -hmm. and just getting very clear on who her customer is. Mm. Like a lot of people think they're great. They should just target their competitors and very similar behaviors but like what else do they do everybody's targeting the same people you know mm -hmm. so that was the big difference like what else her customers did that was not very close to like what she was selling how much time the behavior how much time did you guys spend on that i'm totally smiling right now because it's like this is music to my ears like everyone you know it's one of the first questions i ask people is like how well do you understand your audience I'm like oh yeah totally good yeah 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 on a scale of one to ten yeah i'm like eight nine or ten like Okay, then I start digging in and really, truly, it's like three or four when there's so much opportunity there to once you fully understand your target audience, that opens up so many things from a targeting perspective, from a messaging perspective, all that stuff. So, yeah, so actually, on that? it's we spent that first session. It's funny because my, my offering was like 60 minutes and that first session was two hours. But I was also learning so much because sure. I was just starting to work with with really course creators. So I, I love it. And that, that's something that I learned from those coaching sessions. That's like one of my true passions, just working and teaching this and having them get it so it can actually grow their business. I just love it. So that first session was two hours. <laughs> was it three sessions over? Like, was it once a week? Was it like so? So the first session was building her list, yeah, and and setting up the audiences properly. The second session was building the invite the ads invites for the webinar, and mm -hmm. then the last session we had we reviewed everything and opened the ads for opened cart and gotcha, and, okay. and walking. I was helping her with the messaging on how to pitch 
because it's I feel like I find it for for my friends it's very easy for them to teach but yeah. the teaching part and the selling part and stuff yeah of course Every, I mean so many people who are early on in their business have that like it's they're just you know they're like yeah I'm really good at teaching I know my stuff but then when it when it comes to selling it's like Ooh, like yes. you know they they kind of hold back and, and it's, yeah. it's very uncomfortable for them so how did you make that offer so when you decided to offer coaching did you did you put out to your email list did you go on Instagram story like, I don't know just social media because okay. I was being so and and this this is what changed the game the game for me a lot of people just stopped showing up because they were so afraid and i decided that i was just gonna keep showing up and just being there for like telling them what i was going through and telling them my fears and how, how was it like having my son here all day while i was yeah. working and showing the results that i was having my facebook ads and how cheap the leads were so because i was so consistent when I shared my message about how course creators were struggling, online business owners were struggling, and how I could help them, I got so many people reaching out to me. So you had that one client. Did you have a bunch of clients already? I mean, all... I had, yes. So coaching clients. I had like 15 coaching clients. 15? Yes. Holy cow. That's yes. awesome. So that's when I realized. So I told you before we started recording that I bought a, a course to create courses. And how, but I wasn't ready at the time to create a course. Sure. But then from all this one-on-one coaching, I, just, I like realized I'm like doing them as a service, but just doing one-on-one coaching and not launching a course by, by helping more people. Okay. So I just want to, because that's such a good point. You were, you had like 15 clients one-on-one really truly changing their business really quickly for them but you're like wait i can have a bigger impact Mm -hmm. and help way more people with how i'm helping these people so let's create a course let's create a course so where are you at in that process so i'm launching my course in the third week of september okay i'm just planning it right now i'm a big planner which i should get better at it (laughs) I like think things a lot. And then I'm like, I don't wait until I'm like fully ready to do it. I'm launching the last week of September. And this was a big thing for me because I went from like, should I help e-commerce business? Because I love e-commerce business. So easy for me to help them grow. Yeah. Or should I have e-commerce uh, course creators and help them make a bigger impact? So I just decided to go with course creators first. Yeah. And then I'm going to launch the one for e-commerce. So what's, what is the course? And... Can you kind of talk about the process for what you, once you made that decision, what's the process? Because this is really your first big launch, right? Yes. Yes. So what's, what's this process been like for you? Uh, it's been it's a lot of mindset, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. cause I know I like from the results that I've gotten the people I've helped, I know, I know my stuff. Yeah. You know what but to it's do. Like, I know what to do, but it's yeah. that feeling of who am I to help them? Hmm. So, so that's imposter like syndrome. Imposter syndrome. So let's talk about that because earlier you were saying you were hiding, if you will, you were playing small because you're like, wait, I have an accent. Wait, I might have typos in my stuff. So, but then you made the decision, like, wait, I can, I can be, I can, I can show what's possible for other immigrants. And now it's coming up again for mm-hmm. you in a different way. You're like, wait, who am I to be creating a course and helping course creators? Talk about that because this yes. is so common. This is because I was, I was, <laughs> I'm like, who am I to help course creators build, launch their course if I, if I haven't launched mine? You mm. know, but I do have all this knowledge yeah. from being four years, three You've years. Helped of other, other, yeah, yes. other course creators. Yes. Yeah. So that's what has held me back from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I know I just have to do it. 
because first I'm doing all these people a disservice and I and I put my message out there to see who was interested like five people reached out to me and said they were in for the pilot so i'm like okay now i really have to do it <laughs> you have to do it right <laughs> so i mean I, and so when we talk about imposter syndrome you know it's it's kind of like because i went through the same thing when at very early on in my first basically my first month of fully going into my online business if you will back in january of 2014 it was like who am i to be teaching facebook ads you know amy porterfield had literally written the book facebook facebook marketing for dummies mari smith like there's all these other people who were very entrenched as the quote experts on this topic like who was i to be doing this stuff and that's i mean i totally relate to this because i went through that i was like who am i who am i to be doing this but when i realized i'm like who cares? Like, who am I not to be doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people out there that I can help and I'm different from other people in different ways. And just like you, Anna, you're, you're different from other people in, in the way that you teach and the way that you show up and all this other stuff. And so you're like, heck with it. I'm, I'm moving forward. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there. I've already, I've already got five people who said, yep, you know what? I, I want in on the, uh, on the beta. So how are you going to launch? Are you launching a beta? Are you launching? I'm launching a beta. I'm planning on opening a Facebook group tomorrow. Okay. And then I'm going to start running ads yep. to the Facebook group and then take it from there. How are you going to launch the program? I'm going to do a challenge. You are? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're do the challenge in the, in the group? In the group. So what's the course going to be? So it's going to be teaching them how to properly set up their Facebook ads, how to set up their audiences the right way, and how to walk people through a funnel in order not to just sell their first course or launch their course, Mm -hmm. but to continue being consistent with Facebook ads. So it's like you're always on pre-launch Yeah. if you want that success. Yeah. I love so it. that that's my main goal with that. So you're creating a course on exactly what you were coaching your clients on. Mm-hmm. Are you going to continue to do the coaching and the course? Yes. You're going to do both. Wait, mm-hmm. are you going to do ads management, coaching, and yes. the course? Yes. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- do you have a team? I don't even know this. Do you have, do you I have, have oh my you? gosh. So yes, I have... From all your course and all your, like, I, you always, you said, you always said, make sure you have a team, hire before you're ready to hire. Yep. And before the pandemic, I hired an assistant and then I stopped my contract with her because I was afraid. I stopped her for, say, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then after I saw my clients were still consistent, I just hired her back and just made a huge difference in the way I was showing up. Not only because she was helping me edit the videos and manage my, my social media and all that stuff, but it kept me accountable to make sure that I had my staff done to give it to her. And like so, she, grew up my business. so she's doing your, your, your social media, your video. I mean, and what else is she doing for you? She's doing social media management, the video management. She manages my YouTube channel my blog posting. So she just gets stuff off of your plate. Where did yes. you find her? Yes. Who well, I was an au pair when I first came to the United States like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she was an au pair at the same house I was. And oh, one okay. day I posted on my stories that I was looking for an assistant. And she just reached out to me and she said, I would love to help you. That's all. How many hours a week does yes. she do for you? She does 10 hours a week. 10 hours. But man, I, she feels like she does way more than that. It's, That's awesome. It's, it's amazing. Once you launch your your course here, you're doing a beta. Are you have you created the course yet, or how are you? How are you? No, I'm gonna monetize before I make it. Boom! 
music to my ears. I really, guys, I didn't know how she was going to answer that. I was trying to lead her to that. I didn't know how she was going to answer that. And that is what I wanted to hear. So once you do that, once you make your sales, you create the course, what's the plan? Do you have a plan? Yes. So, so my offer, when I launched, when I first talked about the course on, to, my, to my audience, my mm -hmm. offer was, I know this is how you're struggling. Mm -hmm. And I want to create, create this course along with you. Like we're going to be working very closely creating a course and the investment is going to be half of the value from when I fully launch mm. to a bigger audience. Okay. And they're going to have lifetime access to the course. Yeah. And then, so that I'm going to build that, build it with them. And yep. I already know why they, what they need because from all the coachings that I've done, sure. they're like a lot of the similar needs, but I'm just going to create it along the way. When you, after you do that, after you create the course, do you have an idea of how you plan on launching it or how are you going to sell it? Once you get through this beta launch, then you create the course. So let's just say it's the end of the year here, whatever. I don't know how long it's going to take you to do that, but what's the next step? Do you know? Do you know how you're going to sell it going forward? No, I don't, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to, no, I was just gonna say you want to use this this launch experience to figure out like what's what's next for you, and like I think that's so smart because it, and and it makes sense for everything that you're saying be, that you've said here in this in this talk is that that's how you've been doing things. Like mm -hmm. you feel like all right, what's the right move? What's good? What feels good to me right now? And I'm gonna test it out and go for it. Yeah, test it out and go for it because like I said before, I also have like I I have a huge passion to help e-commerce businesses. Yeah. So I'm going to see how it goes with the course creators and then I might launch it again or hold on and then do my beta launch for, for e-commerce because I can't do both at the same time. They're like completely different strategies for Facebook Yeah, ads. sure. Yeah. So I'll just take it one step at a time Yeah. and then take it from there. What would you say to somebody who's in a, a similar boat that you've been in, whether it's leaving their day job, whether it is... You know, they, maybe they have some traction in their business, but they're looking for something else in their business, maybe to add to it or do more, or it can have a bigger impact, but they're not really sure what to do. What would you say to them? Just um, think about what true passion do you have and just go for it. Like, don't be, I, I tend to overthink things. <laughs> hmm. So just don't overthink it because when you, when you try things by trying it, you'll figure out what, what works and what doesn't work and what you like and what you don't like. One thing I'm super clear about and that I've learned this from you is to learn to say no and to learn to feel when something doesn't feel right. Yeah. So I've had to say no to a lot of people that, that has one in my business. Like I know for sure local businesses are not my niche or opportunities that have come along the way that's hard to say no but i know for sure that's not what i want for my business and i might have brought one time a good friend like big real investor um approached me to manage the ads for them it would be like a, a good chunk of money but i mm -hmm. had to say no because if i said yes to that then i will say no to things that i wanted to do yeah and the money would have been would have been nice but you would have been doing it at the expense of your happiness and draining your energy and that doesn't allow you to really focus on and move towards what you really want to be doing and what lights you up correct yeah so what my advice for them is just if you feel called to do something try it and see how it feels if you if, if it works good if you like it good if it now it's always you can always move in a different direction yeah i love it 
Thank you so much for sharing your story. I love this, what you've done. It's been so fun to watch and you are just doing all the right things and have the right mindset and all that. I mean, I'm so, so pumped for you. And uh, thank you so thank much, Thank you for coming Rick. on and sharing. I want to let people, make sure that people can, they can connect with you. What are some of the best places to, for them to reach out to you, to connect with you, learn more about what you're doing? So the best place is Instagram. I'm always there at Anacats Digital. And I'm always weekly posting different blogs on my website uh, at anacatsdigital.com slash blogs. And I'm always giving either good tips about Facebook ads or digital marketing, different strategies, or even like business life and what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Awesome. Anacatsdigital.com. And then she's at Anacatsdigital on Instagram. I'll be sure and link up. What's your YouTube channel? Same thing? Yes. Okay. And a cat's digital. digital. Guys, I'll link everything up on the show notes for the episode here today so you can connect with, uh, with, with Anna. Definitely do that. Uh, as you can tell here, she's an amazing person and up to really cool things in her business. So definitely worth connect with her. Anna, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. No problem. And I also gave, I'm giving your listeners a, a freebie for them to learn how to properly build audiences inside Facebook ads and nice. walk their customers through the funnel. Because this is like... It is something I know online businesses struggle with a lot. Yes, and that's totally. where they waste most of their money. What's the link for that? You, ha- you should have it in your show notes. Oh, okay. I'll link, it up. <laughs> I'll link it up for you guys in the show notes. I don't know it by heart. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. All right. So good with Anna today. She is such an amazing, amazing person. Hey, if you're an online course creator, maybe you've got a membership program, uh, maybe you're an online coach and you want to join my brand new free optimized CEO Facebook group community. This again is for exclusively for online course uh, creators. Maybe you have a membership, maybe you're an online coach and you want to optimize your business to six or seven figures. Then the optimized CEO Facebook group community is where you need to be. Again, it's totally free. If you're overwhelmed uh, in your online business and you're looking for consistent growth, if you're looking to take things to the next level, if you're looking to really scale your online business that you can create more revenue, create more freedom and have a bigger impact with your business, then this Facebook group community is for you. So to join us inside that group, rickmulready.com forward slash group. Thank you so much as always for listening, my friend. I super appreciate you. Be well, and I'll see you right back here for the next episode here in the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.